delays, outages, and challenges with service level agreements? Are these the new normal? Stay tuned to Background Screening Tips and Tech, where we talk about some of these challenges and offer some solutions. This is Tim Santoni, and welcome to Background Screening Tips and Tech. So, the delays encountered by the background screening industry due to the COVID-19 pandemic were significant. Courthouses were closed, then they were opened with reduced staffing, then they were closed again. Clinics and labs saw their employees leave, and they had to reduce hours of operation, even close some facilities. Now we're seeing a dramatic increase in the number of applicants to be screened, which is putting intense pressure on both the courthouse, the researchers, and the laboratories and clinics where all the testing and screening needs to happen. The weird thing is that many of the same issues we faced during the pandemic are rearing their heads again. This is not good news for the background screening companies and their clients, who are under a ton of pressure to recruit, hire, and onboard talent in record time. Here are some of the issues that the industry is facing. Be sure to stick around until the end of the episode as I share some solutions. And don't worry, I won't recommend doing away with county criminal searches like Checker did back in the pandemic. That is not a viable solution. Let's start with the challenges in California. If you recall back in May of 2021, an appellate court in California upheld a superior court decision that required California courts to remove full dates of birth and driver's license numbers from their indexes and public search terminals. This decision really caused some issues initially, and now those issues are rearing their head again as we are seeing delays. I want to point out that the PBSA is actively challenging this ruling, and we appreciate their efforts, as this is a significant barrier to completing timely and accurate background checks for applicants with address history in California. Okay, so here are some of the counties still facing issues that impact searching and turnaround time. Let's start in Sacramento County. Sacramento County has a new process. In order to confirm case identifiers and get minimum case information such as charges, disposition, sentencing, etc., the county is requiring an in-person appointment be made by researchers and is allowing them to submit up to 10 cases total per day. That's for all clients. Moving on to San Bernardino County. In San Bernardino, their data furnishers lost connection to their system because of changes being made by the software. This issue was lingering for more than two weeks. The legacy system was still available for direct searching, and I believe the new system is now synced up and available for electronic scraping. So hopefully this issue is behind us, but the delays were definitely felt. In San Diego County, the court is open, but clerks are directing researchers to call in because they only have their access windows open for three hours a day and are limiting requests to five names at a time. El Dorado County. The public access terminal has been removed as they are changing to a new system. In the meantime, researchers have been submitting lists daily to the clerks to assist with. The trouble is that the already very short-staffed clerks are even under more strain, so there will be delays. In Texas, Lubbock County, the courts are transitioning to a new public access system. For now, there is no public access until further notice. Until this access is restored, research can be done through the clerks, but there's a $7.50 per name charge. A few weeks ago, the computer system utilized by many courts, uh, offered by Tyler Technologies, went down and took out several counties' search systems. Tyler Technologies experienced a leak of non-public data in some courts, thousands of confidential ethics and juvenile records uh, that are published online. Apparently, these repairs have been made and the effective courts are now working through their own testing and are in various stages of reopening the public access to their records. There are still a couple of counties in California and Texas that are down due to the Tyler Technologies issue. Now let's talk about delays in drug screening. Drug testing services are still impacted by personnel shortages and increased volumes. 
We have heard and experienced that LabCorp is taking 10 days to report back a negative result and 20 days plus for a positive. The network available clinics has been reduced due to labor shortages as well. This is forcing some applicants to make an appointment if they want to submit a specimen uh, and can no longer do walk-ins. In some areas of the country, applicants are having to travel much further distances to get tested because the labs in their area have closed or have very limited hours. So what is the solution you might ask? What can be done to get around these issues and offer a high level of service to clients who are not looking for excuses? When it comes to research of criminal records in counties where there are significant delays, it is vital that you are working with a trusted research company who has researchers in the courts and has a pulse on the challenges day to day. I also suggest that your in-house researchers become familiar with and test the capabilities of the county's courts online search tools. You can access the online search systems available at many of the courts. If you can conduct your searches on your own and get no hits, you can clear out searches on your own. If you find cases that require further research to verify the identity of the applicant or if if you need information on the charges and dispositions and get them verified, then keep the searches open with those researchers and get the full case extraction and information necessary to report back to your client. On the drug screening front, I have heard that when possible, it is best to channel drug screening tests to Quest laboratories as they are turning the results around much quicker than LabCorp and other out-of-network clinics and labs. I would also strongly suggest using in-network laboratories that might require your applicant to travel a little bit farther, but the results will come back sooner. If you have any suggestions or tips on any of the issues that I've covered on this episode, please leave them in the comments or shoot me an email to tim at santonibackgrounds.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Screening Tips and Tech, and stay tuned for future episodes. (laughs) 